In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be but the angel said to her do not be afraid you have found favor with God you will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus he'll be great and will be called the son of the most high the Lord will give him the throne of his father David and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever his kingdom will never end In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went from up from Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them.
And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning about what had been told them about what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. the angels back in again as well please <laughs>
After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came from Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born of the King of the Jews? We saw his star when, when it rose and have come to worship him. After they, heard the, after they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen it, when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child and his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshipped them. Then they, then they opened their treasures and presented them with gifts of gold, frankincense, and mirth. So we have created our nativity tableau, and I think you'll say that the children have done brilliantly, haven't they? We are going to sing Away in a Manger. We're hoping that the children will all sing the first verse uh, with the help of the music group. And then we will sing uh, the last two verses. Haven't you children done wonderfully, wonderfully well? Fantastic. Fantastic shepherds, fantastic angels, fantastic, magnificent, surprisingly tall Joseph. Wonderful kings. Now, children, did you know? I think you will find this very, 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 very surprising that some of these people were in nativity plays when they were young. Shall we just ask them and see whether any of them, when they were young, were Joseph? Shall we ask them? Anybody, Joseph? No, I wouldn't have made you Joseph either, John. <laughs> anybody, was anybody Mary? Were any of your older people a sheep? You were a sheep. Anybody, um, a, any of your older people a king? I was a king. <laughs> now, the story we have done so far is largely the story that Luke told. But what we're going to do is have a little look more 
at the story that Matthew told us. And for that, to do that well, I'm going to need this lot to do four things for me. Four requirements, four requests. Duncan, are you ready? Lucy, are you there ready to read when I say you are? Francis, are you ready to read? Where's Francis gone? Are you ready to read? You might need to go back and find your Bible. Just for the moment, if that's okay. Just go and get ready to read. Well done. If you are a pathfinder, you need to... Now, uh, also, we need two, we need two uh, signposts. And if you're going to play the part of a signpost, you usually need to be very tall. So, um, I wonder who we can think of that might be very tall, that might possibly play the part of a signpost. Paul, come on down. Signposts don't speak. <laughs> now, we need one other signpost. Who else could we think of that is very tall? Jesus! Might have been. I had, thought, I, I had thought about using him, but he's chosen a different part to play, slightly unexpectedly. So, Mr Ian Biller, will you come on down? Now, are we ready? So, Lucy is going to, in a, just a second, she's going to read a small passage. And it is about the kings. I know, king. And the kings, they didn't go directly to the manger. No, they stopped off on the way. And we're just going to listen and see who they stopped off and spoke to. So let's just have a listen to Lucy reading, please. It's entirely up to you. He was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means at least among the rulers of Judea. For out of you will become a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them at the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I may go and worship him.
put your glasses on. So, did you hear what happened? The three kings, the kings, stopped off and met somebody, and a very grumpy man he was too. So, can I take the three kings? Do you want to come? Come on, Eddie. Have we got any more kings? I've got Francis, well done. Well done. Three kings. If you come this way, can you find can you find somebody that looks like a king? Can you find somebody that looks like a king? Do you want to come, Francis? Do you want to come, Eddie? Can you find somebody that looks like a king? He is a very, very, very grumpy man. <laughs> chosen specially for the part. This is King Herod. Now, what they did is they went and spoke to King Herod in secret. And King Herod said to them, when you go and find the baby Jesus, come back and tell me that you found him so that I can worship him too. Yeah, yeah. So, do you want to go back? Leaving Jerusalem, going back to Bethlehem. Now, Francis, can you find your first bit of the Bible? Can you find it? Come up here. You can do your Cantonese if you want. So, we're going to see what happened whether to the kings. Now, what we're going to do is you're just going to read uh, the first verse. I think you're going to read it in Cantonese rather wonderfully. But I think the words, if you can't do Cantonese, are up on the board. <laughs> so is that all right, Francis? Ta Well done. You're still a king. So in that first bit of the story, that little bit we read, did the kings go back and tell that grumpy man Herod? Did they go back? They didn't. What they did is they disappeared to the east. So I need you. Have you got your maps ready, your kings? Got your sat-navs? You need to follow. Here's a sign, helpfully. It's called the east. So if you kings can just head off this way, you've got 750 miles to go. That's right. Francis, do you want to go that way? That way. That way. That way. Well done. And just stop there. Just stop there. 
Just stop there. You can have a little rest. You've done one mile. <laughs> now, did you notice as well, what did Mary and Joseph do? Did they go back via Jerusalem? Did they go back via nice man King Herod? No, they didn't. Mary, or Mary's plural, and Joseph, they went off to Egypt. So do you want to head off that way? Yes, you want to take Jesus with you. Yes, that's definitely true in the story. And you can just stop there, just stop there. Well done. Well done, be gone. And do you know what uh, Herod did? Uh, Herod, you see it in the story? He was searching for the baby Jesus. He was searching for him. Now, children, can you see sometimes people that are spies and they are searching for people, what they do is they wear dark glasses. To look like they're spies. Can you see whether you can see any spies of King Herod in the can you go and can you go and just point them out? Can you go? You can go nearer to them. Can you go and find the spies? Can you go and find the spies? Can you? Do you want to go and see them? Now, let me say, adults, I don't want to spoil this beautiful story. But um, the truth is that Herod was not a pleasant man. Read on on your Bibles. Have you found it? You found two of them. If you read your history books, you will know that he is not a pleasant man. Even if you don't have found him, how many are there? Even if you don't recognise that as fact, know that in this world, uh, the state king's presidents hunt down sometimes Christians. Do you want to come back? Have we found them? How many did we find? How many did we find? Two? Four? Oh, how did you get on? I spoke to a man uh, on Friday, two days ago. Two days? Yeah. He lives in uh, South Korea. He goes into North Korea and China to help persecuted Christians. He is a hunted man. <coughs> Spies are everywhere. This happens. This happened in this story. But for the sake of it, let's just describe Herod as a very grumpy man. Now, children, I want you to, could we cut you now, just come back? Can we get the baby in just the manger? And um, kings, want, could you come back? I want to read. Well done. We just need the baby Jesus back. Oh, I, I got one. 
Well done. Got a baby Jesus back? That's good. That's good. Now, King Herod, could you stand up? I want to make a contrast. The contrast is this, between this dear, innocent child and this incredibly grumpy man. This grumpy man was reckoned to be about 65 or 70. I mean, you can probably tell. (laughs) And here is the baby. He ruled for 35 or 40 years. This is just a baby. This man had an army of 40,000 people. And this is just a baby. This man had 10 wives. This man never had a wife. 10 wives. This man built fortresses. No, he had five wives. Did he? This man built fortresses. This man built the port city of Caesarea. This man helped rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. This baby, he became a carpenter. And yet, who was frightened of who? Do you know this grumpy man was actually rather frightened of this child? He was frightened of him because he knew, being half Jewish, he knew the history. He knew the story. He knew that a king would come. And he felt very threatened. He imagined he thought he was a political king. But that's not the nature of this little child that came to earth. This little child, actually, Herod underestimated him. This little child was God made flesh. This is God come to this world for us. This Jesus Christ is the same God that was there at the beginning of time and is there at the end of time. This little baby. I'm going to read you two little stories. This is a story by a man called Lewis. He tells us about this Christ right at the beginning of time. And he describes Christ as like an animal. So what I need you to do is I want you to listen and see what animal Jesus Christ is compared to. Are you listening? In the darkness, something was happening at last. A voice had begun to sing. Then two wonders happened at the same moment. One was that the voice was suddenly joined by other voices, more voices than you could possibly count. The second wonder was that the blackness overhead all at once was blazing with stars. One moment there'd be nothing but darkness... Next moment, a thousand, thousand points of light leaped out. Single stars, constellations, planets, 
if you had seen and heard it, you would have felt quite certain it was the stars themselves which were singing and that it was the first voice, the deep one, which had made them appear and made them sing. And now something else was happening. Far away, far away, and down near the horizon, the sky began to turn grey. A light wind, very fresh. Can you blow? Can you blow? Began to stir. The sky in that one place grew slowly and steadily paler. You could see shapes of hills standing up dark against it. All the time the voice went on singing. And just as it swelled to the mightiest and most glorious sound it had yet produced, the sun arose. You could imagine it laugh for joy as it came up. And as its beam shot across the land, you could see for the first time what sort of place that was. The earth was of many colours. They were fresh, hot and vivid. They made you feel excited until you saw the singer himself. And then you forgot everything else. It was a lion. Christ at the beginning of this little baby at the beginning of time is depicted singing the world into existence as a lion. And then at the end of time, this little Christ if I can find it This is Christ being described. He's coming on an animal. Watch out for the animal. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse, whose rider is called Faithful and True. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many, many crowns. On his robe and on his thigh he has the name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. This, I repeat, children, this little baby child is Jesus Christ, God himself, come to earth, the Christ that was there at the beginning of time and will be there at the end of time. And our reaction should be wonder. 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 Now, I've got a question for you. I want you to tell me how many times these people have been to nativity plays in their lives. How many do you think? All of them put together is more than I can count. <laughs> do you think some of them have been uh, 50 times? What do you think? Uh, eight. eight. <laughs> I'm looking at Brian McNamara and I reckon it's more than eight. Infinity. How many? Infinity. Infinity. 
Now, don't take that personally, John. <laughs> That's right. They have been to so many nativity services, and yet, and yet, they are full of wonder at the story of the baby Jesus Christ coming to earth, God coming to earth. You have done wonderfully, wonderfully, wonderfully well. Uh, we're going to give you another little round of applause. And what does the baby Jesus want of us? Our hearts. Our hearts. Well done, everybody. Fantastic, magnificent performances, I thought, by the spies. A particularly outstanding performance from Herod, but surely the greatest acting performance you have ever seen from our two signposts. <laughs> um, we're going to sing.